welcome back. This is President Tyler and Director Abbott with me, and today we are talking about baseball. And, and now it's time for our previous episode recap. Director Abbott, take it away. So as I was going through and I was listening to different people who were listening to our podcast, it, uh, one person brought up a really good... Well, he, he fact-checked me. Let's put it that way. He... He corrected me on what I said. I had mentioned last episode that the Tower of Babel came before the Flood, and that's why we have no evidence of the Tower of Babel as it stands right now. Well, turns out I don't know my Bible very well. I don't know my stories, my, my chronological order. The Tower of Babel came after the Flood. So I guess it actually proves my point just a little bit more. If we're going to just delve into it just a little bit, it means that God didn't even need... A natural disaster to get rid of Tower of Babel. It's just wiped off the face of the earth. We have no idea where it is. It's supposed to be a giant tower, but where is it? So that's just a little quick little thought. And there you have it. Those are our comments on the sinking of the Titan. Feel free to send any more our way about this or future episodes. We have mellow yellows on our table and we have our recording equipment set up. We have gone through and arranged the teams and now we are going to comment about baseball in the 2023 season. Director Abbott, you have our list. We're working from the bottom up. What is the first team? The last team. The very oh. last team. I wonder what team it could be. Mm. Maybe it's a team that's moving over to LA, the Oakland A's. They're, they have been exactly what I expected them to be, just absolute garbage. I do, I do thank them. I am a I am personally a Braves fan, and I do thank them for Sean Murphy. I do thank them for Matt Olson. I will take them wholeheartedly. Yeah, I used to like Oakland. I, I've always been more National League oriented, but whenever I watched the American League, Oakland was the team I gravitated towards because they seemed to have a lot of solid players, which they did seem to go other places. <laughs> they do. It's uh, You were telling me about this. Um, you were saying the Cardinals had that as well like they brought up young players they built them and then they traded them away or they slumped so you guys traded them and then they performed somewhere else yeah yeah so i actually heard that the oaklands do have that strategy where they will try risk it's called moneyball based off of the movie that you that they produce about the oakland a's yeah um basically they'll bring up uh, people who are just absolutely horrific they'll make them really good and then sell them off to other teams just in that way they can, the managers themselves can make more profit. And then they'll go collect more players, make them good, and then send them off again. So, like, they're not trying to win anything from what I've heard from different mm. sources. Interesting theory. Oakland hasn't been this bad in a while. So even even though they, I mean, they were in the playoffs a couple of years ago. Um, when I uh, remember watching the playoffs more closely, when the Cardinals played in 19... And 20, the the, um, the athletics were there. Yeah. So it hasn't been very long since since the collapse. Well, and this year just made it a whole lot worse. In 2020, they won their division. Like, I know it's a short one. Right. But they they won, like, 43 and 17, something like that. Like, there were 60 games played, I believe. Mm-hmm. They were, like, 43 and 17. They absolutely destroyed everybody in 2020. And it was just, like, you look at 21, 22, and now 23. It's just not the same team at all. Yep. So moving on from team number 30, team number 29, we have the Kansas City Royal. Kansas City is a 
they're just not quality but they try i can give them that much they do try so give us number 28 number 28 we have the washington nationals which what a collapse from 2019 <laughs> it, it's hard to it's hard to think of them winning the 2019 world series and i guess it's kind of what you call the hangover um like a lot of people say that those who win the world series the next yeah. year they do bad well you can see that with the red sox with the nationals even with the dodgers we haven't seen it with the braves yet no but the braves like 21 we won 22 we were like 10 and a half games from first place in the month of june and it, it like we were absolutely horrific all up until june and it wasn't until june that we stepped it up and we actually did something about our season nationals just collapsed yeah they did and then they have done trades they've lost juan soto um trey turner yeah yeah they've made harper yeah those those three guys just gone right after the 2019 Mm -hmm. series and of course they didn't have the money to retain their players which is unfortunate but they i mean they had their run and it's what it is it's good good for them they got their they got their win so yeah now it's got to rebuild the world, it somehow. The world has moved on, and so has baseball. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think everybody's pretty much moved on from the Nationals. And so we pull in with team number 27, Chicago White Sox. I honestly keep forgetting that Chicago has two teams. Yeah. I, well, who's White Sox fan? They can be a Cubs fan. Exactly. Even though, like, they won in, what, 2016, I believe? Oh, I don't know. Because it wasn't like the miracle, because you had the Astros in 17. Oh, you mean the Cubs won yeah. in 16. Yes. Yeah, White Sox, I don't even, I, I saw a video going through all the World Series winners, and White Sox, I think, had maybe one World Series win, and that was back in the, ni- in the 1900s. It's tough. The interesting thing is that the White Sox are always there. Just, like, you don't ever forget, like, if you play the White Sox, you don't consider it an easy win, necessarily, but they just don't generate many headlines well who do we have in 26 26 we have the detroit tigers yeah that's another team where they have the potential but i think they're rebuilding they really are and their their moments has passed and they have to find new players now i haven't heard much from their farm system like i don't know if they're trying to go out and buy free agents that are coming up didn't they have that guy spencer torkelson that guy who was supposed to be really good. Very bo- like see that name there does not ring a bell to me at all. He was uh, drafted I think recently. He's supposed to be really good. And so maybe maybe not for twenty three but maybe twenty four the Tigers might have somebody come up. We've seen how rookies can impact a team extremely well and yeah. help them. Yeah, it's not like they're without resources, but I think they're one of the teams that nobody pays much attention to. Twenty five, we got rolling in the Los Angeles angels which we struggled when we made this list but <laughs> but don't hate on us too much and here we'll, he and i will explain our, our thought process here you have essentially the 500 million dollar otani okay if you want to put him like that he's he's great he oh does. yeah fantastic player <laughs> <laughs> but that's it he's one player he's either pitching or he's batting. Well, he bat he bats and pitches in the same game. Oh, of course he does. Because his uh his average RBI per game is pretty much more than his ERA. So if he's batting and pitching in the same game, it's a win. Well, there you go. That's all you have to do. We just so, pitch every game at that point. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's Trout. You, I was told that Trout just went out with injury. Yeah, he did. 
the other guy that they have is their third baseman, I believe, Rendon. Rendon, yep. And he, I haven't well, heard... he was on the Nationals, too. And he, <laughs> he has underperformed, definitely, since coming over. And there's just not... There's not a whole lot to brighten the, the Los Angeles future. Because I think no. it's the future that... They've always struggled with future. Because they, they picked up Pujols on an enormous contract, and then he didn't play well for them no. the last five or six years of the contract. And they've just been struggling with balancing who do we pay for and then how much should we pay for him and how do we not get tied up for years to come. Who, what team is going to spill their entire okay. bank account for Otani? Which, I which team? Call it right now. Which team? Okay. I feel like the Dodgers. Okay, because of their that injuries. That makes sense. Because of their injuries. They have Bueller, Urias. Both of them were injured for most of the season. Kershaw just went down on injury. Okay. Well, okay, if you're making a, a buy like Otani, though, you're not basing it on one season or, or where you are at in a season. You're not, but it adds that extra depth. Okay. It would, but what I'm saying is, like, if you're dealing for Otani, you're dealing for, like, 14 years with a lot of money. Oakland. Because, Oakland gets Because there's no team who's going to give him a contract for, like, one or two years. No, they're going to oh. want him for a long time, and you have to think, He's going to be one of your best batters, and he's going to be one of your best pitchers, unless he gets injured. Now, as for me, I would love him for the Atlanta Braves. Okay, think I about just don't see the Braves spending that much money. But we're not going to spend the money. Yeah, the Cardinals definitely won't, for the two teams that we know best. Um, I, I don't see any 500 team <laughs> dealing that money. Maybe, maybe, okay, I don't know how the Orioles are with their spending. I just saw that name, the, the like, team, and... They're doing great. They have a bunch of young talent, so they bring in Otani. They can use that. They really could. But again, I don't know if they have the revenue for that, the pool. Wouldn't that be incredible, though? That would. Otani on the Orioles. <laughs> that would change that the face really of baseball. Actually, wherever Otani goes will change the face of baseball. In that. In that. For the next decade. Yeah. It's crazy. It's actually one of the biggest things that is upcoming in baseball is where he'll end up. And he definitely won't be on the Angels. You don't I think, think he's. You I don't think, think they're gonna resign him? No, no. They've had. We just talked about their contract troubles. They can't. Yes, do but this one. might be the turning point. It's quite um, momentous. Which team Otani is going to move to? And I think your call with the Dodgers is probably what's gonna happen. Although I'd be totally in favor of seeing Baltimore deal out that money or yes. some left field like I don't know Arizona or something. They, yeah, they, they're just not doing well with securing for their future, which, if they could, get some young stars. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you're big stars, you need to have little stars, and right now they have big One stars, and, and, and... That's it. Yeah. One star. Yeah, so that's why we put them down here. We're, we're ranking the teams by, by quality of the team, as well as factoring in record, some playoff contention some history, some future projections. Yeah, we're factoring it all into this, but that's why the Angels get the 25 spot. 24, we have the Colorado Rockies. Which is not a big surprise here either. The Rockies have a terrible hometown. Just, yeah. It's it's so bad. We were just looking at their numbers, their run differential. They have, like, not the worst record or even close, but they have second worst run differential or runs allowed. Yeah. Because their pitchers, how how is a pitcher supposed to keep the ball in the field 
at Coors Field. It's just not going to happen. No, you, at that point, sign pitchers who induce ground balls. That's, yeah. that's, that's the way to go about it. Well, see, the, the best pitchers won't sign a contract with Colorado either because they're going to get smashed to bits, and they know that. They know their numbers aren't going to look good in Colorado. Yeah. So, But if you do produce really well in Colorado, so say you get like a 3.5 or less ERA, people are going to be like, this guy plays for Colorado. That means half, approximately half their games are in Coors Field. He's doing yeah. really, really good. And yeah. then after his terms up, they'll sign him somewhere else. Yeah, I think as far as that goes, the Rockies have the potential that to overcome the situation, but they also are are in a low populated area too. And I think the attention that is drawn to their team doesn't generate enough uh, revenue for them to be able to hire the best batters to support yeah. their their pitching. Because you would think it goes both ways, right? If your pitchers are getting thwacked, you should also be able to be batting better, but, which happens, but they also can't make the largest deals just no. because they don't generate enough revenue. Like they had, a few years back, they had, what, Charlie Blackman and Chris Bryant on the same team, I think was the... And Arnado. On And Arnado, like those well, three no, guys? Chris Bri- wait, Chris Bryant um, he, he came was in giant. later. Okay, he was later. Yeah, I believe so, but... They had Arnado, Blackman, Trevor Story, mm-hmm. uh, LeMahieu, oh, all in the okay, same I didn't team. Realize he was... And that was that, remember that year that they tied in their record and yes. they had to play that extra game? and Yeah, so that was their best run recently. But again, that was several years ago, and, and now they're a little bit lower. Since the Arnado trade, their team has gotten a little shaky. They had that issue, manager issue with Bud Black. <laughs> uh, getting in yeah. in fights with his players and not, not literal fights but shouting uh, matches yeah, things yeah, like that problems with Arnado and other people so that's why they get number 24 23 we have the Seattle Mariners last year or is either last year or the year before that they had the young star Julio Rodriguez come up and he was like really really good and I feel like now pitchers have kind of figured him out and now he's working on things to make himself good again and that's why he's not, like, elite star like Ellie De La Cruz is right now. He's absolutely insane. That's because pitchers haven't figured him out. Yeah, I've always wondered, are the Seattle Mariners a new team? Are they still developing their depth and stuff? It could be. Like, they they have just now resurged back onto the scene yeah. as a decent team. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like the Atlanta Braves back in 2018. It, Back in twenty eight, before twenty eighteen, they weren't fantastic, and twenty eighteen was their first break off year to when they started being decent again, and then they only got better and better, which is how the Mariners could be going if they do it That's correctly. True. Yeah, and but at this point on the list, we have teams that are definitely not trash anymore. We're looking at some decent potential, but definitely some loose ends still. Mm-hmm. So that's why moving into twenty two, we have the Pittsburgh Pirates. They started off quite strong, didn't they? They did, yeah. Their their beginning of the season was good. And, again, young players, um, pitchers hadn't figured them out yet. Pitch clock. Also, yeah, pitch clock stuff. Also, they're now starting to burn out, probably. The younger players with the stamina of the season and all yeah. that kind of stuff factoring in. I haven't looked at injuries. Have you seen injuries? I have not. Like, I will admit there are divisions that I'm just like, Somebody's going to win it, but I don't really care about the outcome. Like once it comes playoff time, I don't expect them to go very far. 
unless they make huge trades during the All-Star break. Yeah, we're looking at some weaker divisions that have some structural issues, and the NL Central and the AL Central have their weaknesses for sure. And that would lead us to spot number 21. (laughs) Chicago Cubs. Remember when I said that I could only think of one Chicago team? Well, this is the Chicago team right here. They, they've they traded away a lot of their players recently. They're working on, on a new dynamic after Anthony Rizzo, Chris Bryant, yeah. and everyone is gone. Um, they lost Contreras to the True. Cardinals now, and very few faces that have been there more than a few years at this point. Yeah, they're all, they're not, they may not be new players in the game of itself, right? but they're new to that team, to that organization. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. I think they're, they're building a new Chicago Cubs because if you think about how long it's been since 2016, it's you, been about yeah, seven years. Yeah, it's time to start to start working on a new chemistry, and it it was unfortunate for their team that they all had to go at the same time. Yeah, which I feel like, yeah, a lot of teams are going to be like, well, like Cardinals is not a prime example of everybody leaving at once. It's more of a staggered thing. Yeah, the Cardinals generally do have their players staggering. Um, we haven't won a World Series in a while. In 2011, we lost a few players at the same time. But, again, the Cardinals, yeah, they have this gradual, like, good farm system bringing up and retiring. So we haven't seen that much of a of an issue internally as the Cubs have, for sure. And number 20. Boston Red Sox. Now, they're definitely an interesting team. Um, honestly, I feel like... They may have fallen apart a little bit after they got in trouble for cheating. I did um, not hear about this. What happened with you, them cheating? They they got implicated in the whole sign-stealing s- stuff as well. Oh, back in 17? Yeah. Mm. Uh, people accused them as well. And so when the Astros, the Astros and Red Sox were both in hot water, I feel like they may have um, been affected by it a little bit. Yeah. But again, they lost some players. And I feel like they haven't brought up anybody or really fortified their team. So you're saying it's more like uh, teams who, who at that time did not want to sign with them just out of principle that they didn't want to sign with a team that was cheating signs? Right, so, yeah. So they lost out on possible players. Yeah, no, things definitely happened. I, I, don't, I can't say that's all, the only reason, but since 2018 when they did so good and had so, such a good record and good players... And there's been some turnover, and there's been some management changes behind the scenes as well, and then this is where they've ended up. And that takes us to number 19, where we have San Diego Padres. And now we're getting into some teams where it's a little harder to separate. They're actually decent. They're, they're doing yeah. well. They have good players. You I'm always know when you play against the Padres, even though they're 19th in our ranking, they're going to put up a good fight. Yeah, and they, they have such so many good names on that team. It's just they're not doing anything. Like, no. Okay, well, Tatis is doing more. Um, like, I've, I've seen recently he's been doing a little bit more and he's sure. helping out. But, like, they have a few pitchers, um, a few batters, but they're just not producing enough at the right time. Right. And, honestly, they could they could pop off. They could, but as it stands right now, they're not. And they no. haven't proven that they will. So, yeah. until they prove to me that they will... They're not moving. Seems like they may have they they always kind of have a problem with team chemistry. Um, yes. Like clicking, you know, some teams like get on a roll. I've never really seen the Padres roll like win no. like a lot in a row. They'll get like maybe up to a five game win streak and then they'll lose it. Yeah. And then, and it's not even like a close 
like a close loss. Yeah, that's for sure. And number eighteen. Oh, we got we got your favorite team in here. Yep, my team, St. Louis Cardinals, Yay. rolling in at number eighteen. Which getting them in the second ten is a blessing this year. And as a loyal fan, well, loyal as loyal as <laughs> possible. But as a loyal Cardinals fan, my biggest problem here is you fired our manager, <laughs> the best one we ever had. We won like twenty. One games, no, 19 games straight with that manager, and he did a lot with our players, and I think you you destructure a team like that and you lose some momentum. Um, I did not think it would affect the team as much, but we lost Yadier Molina, and having that presence in the clubhouse, I think, definitely changed the team. So, coming to the deadline, there's been a lot of talks about them trading and selling players you don't think they're going to be trying to just sell and then rebuild no we're not going to sell goldschmidt or arenado if they did i may consider changing my team no (laughs) well actually i've always i've already been a little bit disinclined to follow the cardinals as closely because of the management the the executive management reasons i really don't like john mosaylock and some of the decisions that he's made but I don't, I don't anticipate selling, no, because the Cardinals have a lot of rookies, and they're, they don't technically, on paper, need more prospects. Yeah. They just need production. But this is a very capable lineup that can easily just flip the switch, and it can just go off and then absolutely destroy the NL Central. Well, half of it is. The other half is kind of untested. We have players like Dylan Carlson, Alec Burleson, we have Nolan Gorman, players who have not really seen much more than about one, two years in the majors, and they have their their days. But um, the other half of the lineup, you have Wilson Contreras, you have Arenado, you have Goldschmidt, you have Paul DeYoung, you have some Tommy you have, Yeah, you have some some experience, some maturity, some reliability, and there's just kind of a, a weird um, disconnect that we've had so far but not said i feel like they can still bounce back yeah at least get a wild card spot spot but not division sorry it's not likely that they'll be in the playoffs this year for sure but moving on number 17 the guardians have a have potential again all these teams have potential we're probably going to keep saying that they have guys like josh bell and jimenez but it's just not there. It's just not there. Cleveland just doesn't have it. No. Yeah, for sure. It. They, they do have one good closure. Like, they have class. True. And he's, I think he's had a rough couple starts, but if not, he's been doing great. Like, overall, he's been getting the saves that he his team needs. But personally for me, I feel like it's good to have a closure, but if you have a team that puts up so many runs where you don't need to put a closure in, and you, just, you can just put a, a regular reliever in, then that's good as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're a team that they're here because they're in contention, but if if they had better teams in their division, they'd probably be much farther down this list. Oh, yeah. They'd, they'd, in standings, they'd be definitely third or fourth. They yeah. would be doing great. Yeah, And number 16, moving along our list, revealing as we go, we have the Toronto Blue Jays. The only team in Canada. And yeah. not doing too badly. I don't know, I don't know what's contributing to their somewhat success because they're playing in a tough division i believe and i agree with you though i don't really know what's carrying their team this season it's 
It's strange because when you like look higher up, once we get to the top ten, you'll see there's one thing that carries a team sure. into the top yeah. ten. Moving on to number fifteen, we have New York Mets. Another one that director Abbott isn't gonna like because they frequently encounter the Atlanta Braves. But the Mets, they have some names, and I think this season perhaps is even um, an underperformance for what people Most expected. Most definitely underperformance. Yeah. Um, they did lose some pitchers to injuries, injuries, and and being gone for the whole season. True, but at the same time, I don't know what happened to them. Like, it's hard to find a team that just declines as much as they did. Now, I know you don't like talking about it. But you have the series in June 5th that happened with the throw it again. You absolutely hate that, but I need to talk about it. I think <laughs> they, they dropped from three and a half games from first down to 18 and a half games at the end of the month of June. They are okay. now like eight. Like after that happened, they dropped 15 games in the, in the placements. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that the Braves have won like 19 out of their no. last 20 because then every game you lose, you're falling back. But if you, if you play 500 baseball... You should not be dropping down that many positions. Well, they aren't playing 500 baseball. Which is why they're not in the top 10. Like, if they were playing 500 baseball, maybe, maybe not. I mean, like, it's also a factor that Miami is surging in the true. division. So they're taking away the cherry picking. True, I guess you wins. could. So there's a lot of things, um, but I, I agree. It's. The thing is, they they still have those players performing. Like Pete Alonso is still Pete Alonso yes. and everything. So Francisco Lindor is still. Yeah, performing. you just wonder maybe if they're just getting unlucky. Uh, but the Mets have always been a sort of a team that relies on momentum and hype, and when they lose yeah. it, I think they lose. You lose Confidence. Degrom, you lose um, Cindergard, and then suddenly you're like, well, well what's, what is our team? So, but but they, yeah. No, if they, if they would find some of their identity again, they could be pretty pretty powerful. But they're right in the middle of our list here, 15. So they could rise, they could fall very quickly. They're really good. It all depends on their second half, how well they do. And they'll probably yeah. spend a whole lot during the, during the trade because they've already spent a lot. Yeah, we will see. Oh, no! That sounds like we're out of time. If you want to hear the top half of these power rankings, you'll have to come back next week. I know it's disappointing, but I'm sure you can handle it. Come back and hear us next week with the top half. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.